The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome back to For the Love of Reiki. Paula here, and today I am welcoming back my guest, Kathleen Prasad. I just am so honored to have her here with us again. And Kathleen is, she is an educator, a writer, and a founding director of Animal Reiki Source, which offers training programs, treatments, and information about Reiki for animals. She is the author of Reiki for Dogs and the co-author of Animal Reiki, Using Energy to Heal the Animals in Your Life. She does so much for the animal kingdom on this planet and does so much for us Reiki practitioners in supporting us and giving us information. I know myself, I hand her books out to all of my students. It's, it's just a joy. And today we are going to be talking about Compassion, Fatigue, and Animal Rescue, How Reiki Can Help. And Kathleen, I just would like to begin with a big welcome. Hi, Paula. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. I am so excited you're excited. We're, we're <laughs> just going to have a beautiful chat, and, and it's going to be fantastic for our listeners well, well I, pre- I appreciate you having uh, me on to talk about this particular topic because I think it might be one of the most important topics having to do with Reiki for animals. So, um, oh. And I haven't had really a chance to, I've written about it, but I have never had a chance to really talk about it. So thank you so much for um, choosing this topic today. Oh, you're welcome. And, and what a venue. I'm so happy to be the, the vessel for this venue to share this conversation with listeners all over the world. I, that's so wonderful. And I know myself included being, you know, so passionate about animals and rescuing animals. And so many of us, you know, have that passion and we strive to help animals and with that, you know, it fills so much of our heart with joy. But then also with that, seeing what they go through and seeing, you know, what's out there, it also tears tears into us, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. so so tell us, Kathleen, a little bit about what this what that does for us and what the compassion fatigue is. Well, I think really for me, um, this whole, the whole um, awareness of compassion fatigue took some time for me because when I first 
got into Reiki for Animals, and I was in the shelters all the time and um, just volunteering, helping all these animals. And I actually suffered from compassion fatigue myself, but I didn't really realize it at the time. I was working, um, when I first started doing Reiki in shelters, I was working in an inner city school as a middle school teacher. And a lot of my students um, came from um, very difficult home lives. Um, I had several of them that were uh, on and off homeless, and they had addicts for parents, and um, they were there was gun violence in the neighborhood, so they were going to funerals every week of friends and family. And these were, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids. And so I had that at work, and then in the afternoons I would go to the shelter and I would work and do Reiki with the dogs and cats who had been traumatized, who had been abused. So I was really surrounded by the most difficult parts of life and seeing its effect on children and animals. And so um, what I experienced myself during that time personally was um, a lot of insomnia. So I would just not be able to sleep. If I would have, you know, a child that was, you know, traumatized and crying about, you know, that their father had been shot and killed or whatever, and then they were at school trying to deal with that. And, um, you know, being the adult trying to be there for them, that would stay with me. And I would think about how was that child going to make it and what was going to happen to that child. Or if I had walked a dog that day that had maybe suffered, you know, um, abandonment and was so skinny that you could see his ribs and he was shaking from fear of humans. Um, And although I may have seen some improvement through Reiki, I would lay awake and think about how can that dog get better? What if he doesn't get better? What, you know, what, who's going to want to adopt this dog with all the issues? And, And sometimes I would think about what it must have been like for him in that home for such a long, long, long time. Um, so I think it's very hard to let go of the cruelty that we see, especially when it's manifested in these beautiful, innocent beings, meaning, yes. you know, children in the case of me, you know, teaching in this school or, or animals if we go into shelters. But I really had no awareness of that at the time. Um, it's, it just was kind of my life. Um, and also I was young, uh, a lot younger than I am now. And so I think when we're young, we just plow through difficulties. And what I find is so beautiful is that Reiki, because of its focus in meditation, it creates a certain awakening to the present moment. And so the present moment is so deep and so beautiful that if we really surrender ourselves to it, then we can let go of our, our anger about what happened yesterday and our worry about what might happen tomorrow if we're really, truly present. So over time and becoming um, more immersed in meditation, I found that I was able to deal better with these kinds of really emotional, difficult issues that I was seeing and facing um, but, I mean, that took, that took time. But looking back now over my journey, I'm so grateful that I learned Reiki way back in 1998. <laughs> I'm so glad that I learned Reiki so that I could have a tool to help me because I grew up my whole life being an empath and often getting 
physically sick from stress, stressful situations and things that were around me in my life. And so now I have learned how to be able to be an empath and also to live in the world. And Reiki really is is the way for me. And so I really, I wish that I could teach every shelter staff person and every animal rescue person who is doing this each and every day. I wish I could teach them Reiki because I really feel that it is such a powerful tool. It's just, oh, it's just amazing. Yes, and... You know, that's so true when we are around, you know, these animals or even aware of what's going on with these animals. We do. We we can't sleep. We have anger and we don't want that anger in us. And so Reiki is a tool. I love that, that you said, just go into the present moment and, you know, let that Reiki assist us. I love that. So, so there's one um, practice that maybe we could do um, or at least talk about, and that one really relates to the Reiki precept of do not anger, and I call it the belly breath practice. And this is, for me, like the number one practice to help us to let go of our anger because it helps us to ground ourselves. And our, our grounding center is in our lower belly, and so we sometimes when we're stressed or like if we're in a shelter situation or if we're in the active situation of rescuing an animal. We're not even breathing. We're breathing way up, just barely into our neck. You know, we're like taking short, shallow breaths, and we're just trying to get through that situation. But this breath exercise helps us to actually stop and breathe all the way into your lower belly. And that's basically all all the exercise is, is you imagine your breath is a beautiful healing light, and with each inhale... You see that light filling your whole body all the way to your lower belly. And you can even put your hands over your lower, lower belly. That helps. And on the exhale, you just imagine that all of your stress can just release from you with each exhale. And so breathing in this beautiful light all the way to the lower belly and breathing out, releasing all of your stress. And even to just do that ten times, will completely shift your energy out of that terrible feeling that we can get when we're in the midst of, you know, a crisis type of a situation. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. You're right. It just changes the whole vibration, doesn't it, from that, I can't breathe, I'm so upset, to relaxation and being there. I love that, Kathleen. This is, you know, what Reiki can do so so well is it, it, it helps us to go back to the basics and really simple. It, it doesn't have to be complicated at all. It's as simple as remembering your breath. And when we can do that, we can come back to ourselves. And I think that's another thing that causes compassion fatigue is that we we really forget ourselves because we're in the midst of all of this trauma around us with what's going on with the animals and so we we forget our beautiful bright light we forget the the goodness that exists in that moment and so if we can stop and breathe 
we can come back to our center and our grounding. We can come back to who we are and feel that beautiful light inside of us that's ready to shine goodness into the world. Because sometimes it feels so dark and we just don't know how we can make a difference because there's so so many. I mean, we don't even have time to talk today, Paula, about all the issues that animals face on this earth, right? There's right. so many. I mean, we will talk about some, but it's it's just endless, and so we can feel very helpless. But when we just stop and do this breath and reconnect and remember our inner light, I mean, our beautiful bright light can make a difference in our world. And if we all join together, you know, if all animal lovers join hands and shine that light together, wow, imagine the world can change. Oh, I love that. I love that. And with you saying that, I will put a reminder out there to our listeners about my monthly Reiki Circle for the entire world's animal kingdom. The third Saturday of every month, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. in your own time zone, we can all send that love and that energy and that Reiki. And you're right, Kathleen. We The animals will feel it, won't they? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, oh, I love that. I think that's I beautiful that. That, you, that you do that every, every month. I think that's really wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, as you say, that's, that's a challenge for us as we go you know, as any workers continue to work with with the animals and the rescue and and helping them and what they see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's we see what we see is so difficult, but that's you know, that's another gift of Reiki meditation is that we can learn to let go of our physical eyes and what we see on the surface and we can look deeper. And so when we look deeper, we can see the beautiful light of that animal. So even if on the outside the animal is suffering, the animal has, you know, some kind of trauma, maybe they have emotional upset at humans, maybe they have a physical disease or something, you know, that, makes, that looks terrible on the outside. But if we look with our Reiki eyes, um, with our hearts, then we can see who they really are inside, their beautiful, bright inner light. And that always shines, even if they're traumatized, even if they've been through something terrible, even if they're suffering with an illness. That light never changes. But it's only through meditation that we'll be able to go deeper and see that light. And what, what, as, a, as an animal rescuer, when we start to see that light in ourselves, from our own practice of breathing, and we realize, oh, I have this light inside of me, then we can recognize it in others so that we can see it in the animals that we're helping. And even further than that, we can see it in the people who are causing these problems with the animals. And that's the hardest part. But really, truly, we all have this light, and many of us have just not awakened to it. But I believe that if, if everybody would stop and just do something as simple as breathing and coming back to this present moment, it will awaken you, even if you don't realize it. 
it will awaken you. And I think that's why, you know, I've seen in some of these movies that sometimes it's the people who did the most trauma to animals who suddenly wake up and realize what they've done and completely change their whole life and become an animal animal advocate. Because animals cause us to, to sit and become present when we sit with them. Yes. So yes. being with animals is a form of a Reiki meditation in itself. Oh. Because we will stop. And so sometimes even the person who had the hardest heart toward an animal, they would be sitting with an animal one day and just being present and still with that animal would awaken their heart. So really that stillness and that beautiful bright light exists inside of us. It's just that some of us haven't awakened to it yet. Oh, but every everyone has that light. And I love that, that... You know, an animal, you're right. They have so much light and love, and they can trigger that awakening for someone. Oh, I love that. Oh, Kathleen, we do have to take a break quickly for commercial, but we will be right back. I love this. Thank you. Be right back, everyone. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. 
Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with Kathleen Prasad, and we are discussing animal rescue, Reiki, and Kathleen is sharing some amazing words and advice for everyone that is working with animals. And we were just discussing the beautiful light that that is inside each animal. Please, Kathleen, just just continue for us. So I want to give I want to give everybody another Reiki exercise to do, and this really has to do with um, the light again. And this can really help us with worry when we feel overwhelmed and overcome with worry about what will happen, you know, with the animals that um, we are trying to help. Either maybe they're not they're in a bad situation and we're worried about how to get them out of the situation, or even once they've been rescued and they're in a sanctuary or a shelter what will happen to them now? Will they get better? Will they find homes? We can find ourselves in a big state of worry. So this practice I call the Reiki bath, and this is a standing meditation. So it's great because you can do it when you're standing in a pasture at a horse sanctuary. You can do it when you're standing in the aisle of a shelter. Um, You can do it if um, if you are going with a rescue mission to out to a location where animals have to be confiscated from that location. You can do this while you, when you get out of your car and you're standing there and you're ready to go. So all you do is you imagine that the energy of the sky is a beautiful, bright rain of light and goodness, and you imagine that it flows, this light flows down through the top of your head, through your body, and down out the soles of your feet into the earth. And just keep seeing that rain of beautiful healing light flowing down from the sky. And then after a few minutes, you reverse. So you see now the strong, stable energy of the earth as a beautiful light. And that flows up through the soles of your feet, up through your body, and then out the top of your head. So the earth energy just flowing upwards from your soles of your feet through your body and up through the top of your head so that you are unified with the earth energy and the sky energy and you're in a beautiful bath of light. And this is a way to sort of cleanse yourself, purify yourself, and be shining so bright in the middle of this difficult situation. Now you can go in and you can do your work and you're shining. And you know what? The animals are going to see that beautiful light. Plus, it's going to help you to let go of that worry. You may have worry, but if you hold it with an open hand, in other words, you acknowledge it and say, I'm, I am worried because the future is uncertain and I don't know what's going to happen. But when you can look at it and see it, then just let it go. Let it go like a cloud floating by and just shine your light. Oh, thank you, Kathleen. I love that. I love that. And this is something we can all do at any time, correct? Yes. I mean, any. really, it's a great exercise any time. It's a great way to start your day. Um, it's a great way to combat worry. Because worry 
is with us a lot, at least if you're like me. <laughs> and yes. I'm from, I think, a, a family of warriors for many generations. <laughs> so, so, but what worry really is, is worry is very narrow. It's very small and tense, and it's very dark. And so when we can wash ourselves with light and we can kind of connect to the the giant earth and the expansive sky, we can we open ourselves up. And so the worry can't hold on to us anymore when we expand into this beautiful light. And really, in reality, it's like what I had talked about before we took our little break, that we, can't, we aren't this outer shell. We are something so much deeper, this beautiful light inside. So these exercises help us to remember what's true on a deeper level, but it's just, it's an easy way, like the belly breath of just breathing, remembering to breathe, and now this light visualization, remembering to shine, remembering that you are the light, and animals really sense that when we're very um, expansive and open so that it can help when we work with them, because if our energy is in a a very narrow, tight space of anger and worry, the animals are not going to want to connect with us. You know, because yes. they don't understand that we're worried and angry on behalf of them, because that's what we think in our mind, right? right. All they all they feel is that we're angry and worried. And they don't like yes. it. Yes, they are so sensitive, aren't they? Energetically, I mean, they are so sensitive. Yes, totally. They, they see right through us. And when you mentioned the, you know, the light that these animals have, I have to share a little story, you know, we all are, you know, there's so much Facebook and, and communication out there. And I was emailed a video. It was a rescue in, it looked like maybe India or somewhere. And this rescue van found this, this dog laying on the side of the road, just flat out laying there, couldn't move, very malnourished. You could see it had an injury. And when these rescue workers walked over to pick it up, it looked at them and it wagged its tail. Oh. And they, yes, and they took it in. And then there was video of this happy little dog getting love. And, it, oh, I cry every time I watch it, but I watch it over and over. But, oh, my gosh, here, this dog in this situation, but yet it looked at those rescuers and wagged its little tail. Isn't that something, Kathleen? Well, it shows you the power of resilience and positivity that these animals have. And that for, that's a good lesson for us that, you know, do we remember to wag our tail when times are tough? (laughs) Oh, oh, well said. Well said. I mean, that dog could have been angry or it could have been so much, but it looked at them and it wagged its little tail, even though it couldn't even stand. I mean, you're right. What a lesson. That's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And I, I think, just, I, I had think to share when, that. I, I just, thank I, it's you. one yeah. of the most touching videos I've ever seen with animals. animals. We have to remember animals are our teachers. So a lot of times we go into animal rescue thinking that we are the ones helping the animals. But if we can kind of open ourselves to the possibility that every single animal, no matter how sick they are, no matter how traumatized they are, they are there to teach us something, then yeah. we can get a whole new level of um, beauty from, from that connection. 
Yes, yes. And as Reiki practitioners and going through what we feel with working with the animals, is is it important or is it does it help us to find other people that we can relate these feelings to that can understand how we're feeling? I believe a community is so important. And that's one of the reasons that I uh, co-founded the SARA, the Shelter Animal Reiki Association. We have over 400 members now around the world, and all of us are working with shelter and sanctuary animals, and many of our members are also on the front lines of animal rescue. But we all see Reiki as a very powerful tool to keep our balance, to keep our strength and our courage, and to be to help us to be a, a rock for the animals. You know, when everything has gone wrong in this animal's life, but they can connect with us and we are stable and calm amidst that chaos, that is very powerful for the animals and they become, you know, magnetized to us. Yes. And so it's, it's really, it's helped so many of my students um, and members of Sarah who work with traumatized animals, who might work in farm sanctuaries with animals who have come from, um, you know, been rescued from factory farm settings, um, animals. Um, a lot of my members also work with feral cats. So cats are basically wild and terrified of humans. And yet with Reiki and when we create this sort of, we shine this light of peace and compassion, the animals, even animals that don't trust people, can switch and become trusting. It's really amazing how just this shift inside of our hearts, we can see a, a shift in the trust of these animals. Oh, that, that is beautiful. That's amazing. And I know myself with having rescued animals from other countries, I have one dog and everyone, she you know, no one can get near her. No one can get here. But, you know, I would just send her Reiki every day, and then it was, okay, I want to rescue this dog. I want to take it to the Humane Society and get it home. And they said, she won't. Nope, it's not going to happen. And literally that dog let me walk up to her, put a leash around her neck, and just followed me to the car. Beautiful. You know? And she is so grateful. She is so grateful she she and sleeps that's with me the every night and just about gratitude and, right but but you're right they do they they learn to trust us and isn't the our reiki like a two-sided coin here we have it where we can offer that to the animals and then on the other side as you mentioned it can help us with dealing with what we're feeling with seeing that Absolutely. And I think, again, the animals are showing us. So just as your dog is showing you gratitude, that's one of the Reiki precepts is to be grateful. So that's something that we need to practice every single day. And for me, um, a really, really, I'll give you another powerful exercise to do Reiki at practice. And this is just remembering gratitude, and it's a walking meditation. You can take your dog or take your horse, or just take yourself, and go outside in nature and walk. And as you walk, focus on the mantra, thank you, thank you, thank you. And just allow your mind to go where it goes, to animals, people, and situations in your life 
which make you feel gratitude. And just notice how you will shift in as few as 10 minutes with this kind of positive focus. Because sometimes things seem bad and we forget all of the things, all of the blessings that are happening, even, like you said, two sides of the coin. There, we have suffering, but we also have joy. So if in the, in the midst of those difficult moments, we can remember the joy, it can really, really help us to stay peaceful, to stay calm, and to stay open instead of, you know, closing ourselves up. Oh, I love that. That, that will just change our focus. Yes. Yes. Make the difference of what we focus on. And again, uh-huh. do that in, the, in your most difficult moment. So, you know, you're, you know, you're really stressed. Just take 10 minutes and go for a walk. Because when you come back, you're going to be more present, more able to help, you know, more useful to the animals, and yes. more healthy within yourself. And really, it doesn't even, it takes no more than 10 minutes and a little bit of nature and just focusing on the positive. So if you start to feel the snowball rolling downhill of negativity, just take yourself out of it and do this walking meditation, and it will make a huge difference. And actually, you will have more to give to the animals when you're in a better place yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, that's great. And I love the the mantra, just as you're walking, thank you, thank you. Put put ourselves in that better place. Yes, and again, it's so simple. So what do we, we all we've all we've talked about today is remembering to breathe, seeing the light inside of you, and remembering all the things you're thankful for. Those are very simple things but they create very big, profound shifts. And they can really prevent compassion fatigue or heal it. If you're already there, it can heal you. It can take you out of that darkness that you feel. If you work in animal rescue and you are feeling stressed, it can prevent you from you know, going down that road into compassion fatigue. So, you know, we don't want all of our animal advocates to be burning out, right? We want them to keep going because <laughs> we yes, need to. Yes, yes, And so should we, as we're working with the anim- animals, try to think about, you know, am I having symptoms of the animal fatigue? Should we be aware of that? Yes, we should. And... And that sort of leads me to um, the next Reiki precept, which is be honest. So we have to be honest with ourselves where we are in our own journey. And, and we have to have boundaries. So we have to understand, okay, if I do this many days of, you know, animal rescue, I'm fine. But if I do a few more, I start to not feel well. Or... I do really well doing, you know, I can do this part of animal rescue job and I feel really good, but if I do this other part, I start to feel really stressed and unhappy. So one of the ways, another Reiki practice that I suggest people do is every time you do your animal advocate work and volunteering, whatever it is that you do for the animals, when you get home, set aside just five to ten minutes and write about your experience. And don't edit it. Just 
write it. And then about once a week, when you're in a really peaceful, rested place, read what you've written throughout the week week, and read with the intent that you find clarity about what is most healthy for you. So what part of rescue work is gratifying for you, makes you feel good? What part is the most overwhelming? Because if you become more aware of yourself and what parts are good for you and what parts are not so good for you, then you can, um, you can find a way to help in a way that's healthy for you, but also that you're helping. But I believe at the same time that the more that you do these simple Reiki practices, it's just simple meditative practices, the more you'll be able to take on. But maybe in the beginning you can't take on as much. So just keep doing your meditation and you'll be able to do more. You will get stronger. You will get more grounded. Your light will shine brighter. You will be in a deeper space of gratitude. So even in a difficult situation, you can see the silver lining in that. And so you'll be able to walk into a most difficult situation and stay balanced. That's really a result of your practice. So I think writing about each time you go helps you to self-reflect. And sometimes we're so passionate about helping animals that we don't self-reflect. We just go in and we just commit ourselves to the cause and we're just, and then all of a sudden a year later, we're totally stressed out, burned out, done. So I think it's really, really important for all animal advocates and all of us who volunteer in shelters, sanctuaries, and with rescues. We have to self-reflect on a daily basis. We oh, really, it's really is, important. That is huge. That is fantastic. That is excellent. Oh, Kathleen, thank you. That, that will do so much for so many of us. I love that. Um, we do need to pop in out for another commercial break. So everyone, stay with us. We will be right back. Oh, Kathleen, thank you so much. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, We offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. 
beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us. They clothe us. They comfort us and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula here with Kathleen Prasad, and if you're just now joining us, Kathleen has shared some absolutely profound, valuable tips and meditations for all of us who are working with animal rescue and for us that are even just you know, traumatized by what what is going on with with animals in the world and keeping ourselves in balance and keeping a positive energy. And I, we've been discussing animal rescue and I would like to ask, because this is something that, that I see with others and, and myself, I really, really battle with is in the food production, there are different areas of intense animal cruelty. I'll, I'll mention an example. I was recently at a steakhouse in Reno, Nevada, and they didn't have this on the menu, but they sold it. And it was a super Kobe beef. Very expensive, but they, they raved. These cattle were never allowed to stand on their feet. They were massaged, which really is you know, to make up for the the muscle tissue. They were given beer, which really was, is because their stomachs don't work. But, you know, you know what these cattle went through. Never, these calves could never even have stood up. And then there's many other. But myself, I have a hard time sleeping when, when I see that and hear about that type of thing. What can we do and how can our Reiki help us also with with helping with animal cruelty in the food production. Oh, well, oh. That's, it's, it's so tough, um, Paula. I think, you know, I don't know that I have all the answers here, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'll share a little bit about my own um, journey with this. And, um, you know, I, I feel that when we are totally present with an open heart, with an animal, with one animal. When we learn to do that with one animal, like our cat that we live with, and we, we learn how to 
meditate with them. So we sit with them present and open, and we make this heart connection. It is such a beautiful space, and it's so exciting to, to feel that with another species that it makes us want to try it with a different animal. So I've seen this, you know, in my own journey. I started Reiki with my dog. It made me want to do Reiki with a horse that I was sponsoring. Then, you know, I was out somewhere, and there was a dragonfly who was injured. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do Reiki with, with this. And to see, you know, a dragonfly come and sit on my hand for Reiki, wow, I can connect to a dragonfly? And then I thought, oh, who, who else could I connect to? And you start to realize, you know, we're not so very different. We are all the same on this deeper spiritual level. So when you start to realize that, you start to realize, wait a minute, what's the difference between the animals in my home that I love and the animals on my plate that I'm eating? Right. And you start to ask those questions. Is there a difference? Or are they a beautiful, bright light with a beautiful, open heart? Are they a spiritual teacher to me? And then, you know, so you begin to ask these questions. I I believe that Reiki with animals opens our eyes and awakens us to the beauty of all creatures. And it also awakens us to the, the depths of suffering in the world so that, you know, for me personally, because I see things from a deeper level, if I see a plate of, you know, a hamburger or something, for somebody else that might be delicious, for me, all I see is suffering on a plate. And so I don't even want to consume that suffering, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a journey that everybody has to take for themselves. So it's not something that I teach in my classes. You know, I don't teach veganism. I don't tell people they have to become a vegan. Um, but I, I think it's important that we open our eyes as a society, to the, the suffering we cause to the animals we're eating and that people need to know what's happening in the factory farms. And if you don't like what's happening, then don't pay for it to happen more. You know, so in, in the end, we sort of vote with our pocketbook, right? Um, right, right? The most important thing for me is to teach people how, starting with the animals they already love and connect to, how to connect through meditation in a deeper way. We'll start, we'll just start there. And how that ripples out will be different for every person. But I do believe that Reiki with animals holds the key to healing that in our world. I really do. I haven't lost hope. Right. I, think, I think everyone's heart can be opened. And I've seen, you know, there's some beautiful movies about cattle ranchers who've turned vegan and started a cattle sanctuary, <laughs> you know. Wow. So it, it can happen, and I think Reiki is a very, very powerful tool for that to happen. Yes, yes. And I have kind of come into the mindset I will send Reiki to these animals, and I'm going to also send Reiki to the people that are that are involved in this. Maybe try to put some light. 
you know, as you said, everyone has that light. So maybe focus on helping them see that light to maybe, you know, stop some of that cruelty. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I agree that being compassionate to everyone is an important part of Reiki. And that's, you know, the, the last precept to be compassionate to yourself and others. It doesn't say be compassionate to yourself and other people that you agree with, (laughs) you know, it's just, we have to show that compassion. And I think, um, you know, kindness to animals is the most powerful teacher through example. So if we live our lives being mindful to always show kindness to other species, to make choices in our life that, that show kindness, you know, to, to animals. Other people who are our friends, who care about us, who know us, they might ask us, oh, how, why, why are you, um, you know, not buying leather? Or how come you don't eat meat? Or, you know, and so we can just live our life in a joyful way that we feel better with compassionate choices. And I believe that other people will want to know about it. And um, for me, really, you know, having a vegan lifestyle is really more of a choice from my heart. And, And so it's nothing that I want to tell other people that they have to do because we all have to live our own truth. But I just, for myself, it nurtures my heart. And I want to nurture my heart. That's, that's what I want in, you know, to, to make myself more healthy, to live a life more in balance. And, you know, nobody's perfect and we all just do the best we can do. And, and I believe that, um, compassion is the most important part. And that really is done through your own life, just through living. You know, for me personally, I just don't want to get into arguments with people. I don't want to, you know, uh, get into fights with people about this. And I'm not trying to convert anybody. I just want to live my life as best as I can just and make my own choices, you know, for myself. And, you know, hopefully other people may also make similar choices and, you know, at some day, we'll look back in the history books and say, oh, isn't that weird how we used to treat animals? <laughs> and now we don't. Now, and now, we, now don't. we respect them and, you know, we, we, um, we give them so much nurturing and so much kindness, but, oh, look in the history books what used to happen. I mean, that's really my hope. Oh, thank you, Kathleen. And, and with, with you mentioning heart, uh, would you like to share with us what your heart moon? Tell us a meditation is. Share a little bit yes. about that. I was so, I just loved it in your article. Oh, thank you. So this my heart moon meditation is really for me. It's a Reiki practice which helps us to share loving kindness. So for this, you just can sit nearby your animal and just allow yourself maybe ten to fifteen minutes of quiet time. And just imagine that your heart is a beautiful glowing moon. And you know how the moon glows and it's so soft and so comforting. So you just see that. We've been talking a lot about shining and really bright light. But for this, I think of it more as a soft, gentle, glowing light in your heart. 
and you imagine that this light can slowly expand all around you, this gentle, glowing light, and that it's full of love, kindness, healing, and balance. And then you just gently invite your animal into this beautiful heart space. It's a space to share love and compassion. It's a space where your heart can touch your animal's heart. And in that heart connection, the deepest healing can manifest for both you and for your animal. Oh, that is beautiful, Kathleen. That is beautiful. As as we go into our last few minutes of the show, it, is there anything in particular you would like to put out there for the listeners today? As, you know, an animal lover and, and as, as an animal advocate, I know that it seems very difficult. It can seem even hopeless at times. But Reiki helps us remember that there is always hope, that you are not alone, that you are as strong as the earth and as expansive as the sky, and truly all will be well. So if we can just take some time to remember to breathe, to shine, to be grateful, to reflect, and to to glow with this beautiful moon in our heart, we can help our animals and ourselves shift back into a state of well-being. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, and this is something all of us out there in the U.S. and around the world, we can, we can remember that and, and, and keep that you know, keep that in our thoughts and in our daily lives. And I, I would like to mention, if anyone would like more information about Kathleen and what she does, please go to www.animalreikisource.com. And you you are a bright light, and you are just an angel, Kathleen. I just have to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you do. Oh, well, thank you so much, Paula, for all that you do. I mean, I think we, we, we each just have to do our, our part, and together we, we make a difference, you know, all of us yeah. together. We are, yep, yeah, we're a team. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and, and I want to say thank you to our listeners out there in the U.S. and around the world. We're so grateful to have had you here today. And Kathleen, thank you so much, so much for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Love, hugs, and blessings to everyone. And I will talk to you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Kathleen. Bye-bye, blessings. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.